0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I want to talk about the subconscious and the power of the subconscious as well as its influence when traumatized. And on to begin, I want to start with a quote uh, that I found to be very powerfully uh, important and applicable when it comes to understanding the subconscious. Uh, uh, This is a quote from Earl Nightingale. Whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. So it's important to understand that the, the subconscious is the is the housing of the uh, the programming, the individual's repetition of thoughts, uh, beliefs, their memories, and what what has become habitual. It's outside of the individual's awareness. It's subconscious. And according to many neurologists, psychologists, uh, psychoanalysts, the subconscious is is actually making up 98%, up, and up to 98%, so between 90 to 98% of the individual's uh, awareness, or to say conscious. So most of it, uh, based on this statistic, is most of our, our awareness is actually outside of our awareness, which means that most of what we do... We don't really understand why we're doing it, how it's, uh, how, what, what motivations are, are affecting us, and ultimately the role of what, it, what we have come to believe is true based on past programming, how it's affecting us on a daily basis. So I want to go into how it does affect us on a daily basis. So the, the subconscious programming is, is created uh, in childhood. Uh, by the time that the child is seven years old, most of their subconscious has been already programmed. By the time it's 20, uh, according to most, this is when it's completed. So the individual will have very little effect on their subconscious programming. Most of, most of it has been designed by parents, by society, family of origin, friends, you name it. The subconscious programming is where the core beliefs are. The subconscious is where our uh, our thought process is, our, uh, our ability to... Uh, make sense of our reality our perceptions our our um ability our, our emotional uh, well-being it stems from the subconscious and this is because of how the child is treated uh and and how they react and when it comes to uh and lastly um uh how the individual believed reality to make sense of reality based on their experiences this becomes a programming uh so in a sense people are like computers in this way we have been, we are programmed to do certain things, to believe certain things, and we are, in many ways, helpless to even protect ourselves from, or I should say, to change this programming. With abuse, what happens is, is that the negative messages and the wounds, the emotional chaos, is in the subconscious. So most of the individual's trauma is outside of the person's ability to even understand where it's coming from. So. If a person is only 5% conscious, which means that when they look around and they think and they feel and they see they do, they're actually uh, not aware of why, the motivations behind what they do. So, for example, a trauma victim and let's say narcissistic abuse victims who have been brainwashed or have been indoctrinated or have been manipulated or abused emotionally, psychologically, you name it, will have wounds that are emotional. That are sitting in the subconscious, outside of the individual's awareness, which is why you know, the, the victims of abuse feel completely out of control. Because in a sense, they are out of control. They are being run by this unconscious programming. And with healthy, with healthy attunement and mirroring and compassion and empathy from parents, the subconscious will be manageable. It'll be a, it'll be a, a healthy programming, or at least somewhat healthy. With dysfunctional family of origins and narcissistic abuse, this will be a faulty programming, which leads to a sense. To, to these relationship patterns, uh, beliefs about oneself, beliefs about the world that are that are destru- destructive and dysfunctional, which ultimately lead to chaos and oftentimes further abuse because the individual does not realize why they feel the way they feel, why they are reacting the way they do, why they have beliefs. For example, I am worthless or I am, I am shameful. Uh, why would a person have a belief like this? Well, it's because they have come to make sense of it in their subconscious mind, which when repeated over decades, will start to confirm this belief, and then the individual will go out into the world and confirm the belief by attracting and being attracted to scenarios that line up with the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind is really what we're operating out of and this includes our memories. So traumatic memories that, that are stuck in the subconscious mind are are from past trauma will create a personality, will create a sense of of, of of awareness of what reality is which is horrific, which is abusive, which is ultimately uh, the, uh, the, per- the individual is operating out of a, a very wounded sense of self. And this is where the wounds exist in the subconscious. So I want to offer some – just some. I know this is a, not necessarily a, a lengthy po- podcast, but I do want to just kind of briefly go over how to – Get in touch with your subconscious because, okay, that, that we have the problem. We have the subconscious that has been programmed from childhood, and with abuse, it's it's self-destructive. It's kind of programmed to self-destruct and destroy others, and it becomes very impossibly emotionally taxing and psychologically overwhelming and 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 painful, uh, setting up the, the individual for a lifetime of mental dis-ease and mental illness. So in order to under, in order to get in touch with the with the, the subconscious, it's important to understand that the triggers that you feel on a daily basis are actually uh, uh, they are actually pointers to the wounds. So what happens is, is that when you get triggered, when you get um, what happens, is the, the, the wounds of childhood, the wounds of the past that are stuck in the subconscious are actually being activated, which means that the emotions that are stuck below the surface are being shaken up. And this, this is what happens when they when you go into a scenario where that reminds the individual of the past. Uh, if, they, uh, if they're told something or somebody says something or they hear a song or they smell something that reminds them of past trauma, this wakes up the old wound. And this is the subconscious being activated, subconscious wounds being activated. In addition, uh, one of my recent patients actually uh, asked me, he said, he asked me, um, you know, if I tell myself affirmations, like I am great, I am wonderful, I am perfect, is that going to change the core belief system that exists within the subconscious? And the answer is no. And the reason that's the case is because these core beliefs are not necessarily uh, just thought forms. They're true, hardcore beliefs that are lodged into the psyche. So with healthy people… The subconscious core belief system looks something like I am enough, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm good enough, I'm successful, I'm lovable. In, in, in abuse victims, the mind uh, of the victim has bought into the story, the lies of I am worthless, I'm ugly, I'm shameful. So this becomes the core belief system. So not only are these wounds there, these painful emotional reactions are there, but ultimately these core belief systems are, 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 are very strongly, deeply rooted and not easy to dismantle. So one of the things we do with a mind map therapy, if you haven't already uh, seen or listened to the podcast on mind map therapy, and, and I, I do mention it throughout my podcast, is that we want to get in touch with your subconscious. We need to make the subconscious conscious. I believe Carl Jung said this. If we don't make the, conscious, the subconscious conscious, we will repeat it thinking it's fate. Uh, uh, and ultimately speaking, it's not fate. It's a choice, but it's an unconscious choice that we keep repeating thinking it's our programming and thinking it's the way it is. Well, guess what? You can change your programming. You have to get in touch with your subconscious. You have to become aware of the subconscious. So one of the things we do with the mind map is we help the individual take the 90 to 98% unconsciousness and make it into 70% and then 60% and then 50 to 40 to zero, where the person is 100% aware of who they are and totally conscious. And this to me, from what I've seen, has become the number one antidote to protecting yourself from further abuse because if you're aware of yourself, then you know your access points. You know where you're weak. You know your vulnerabilities, and therefore you know your wounds, and you know, and you can heal those wounds, and ultimately if you're healed and you're not reacting to, to narcissists, then you're actually able to protect yourself because they are not attracted to people who have healthy, strong sense of self and boundaries and know themselves. They're very repelled by that because there's no way to manipulate somebody who's aware and who's healthy and who is conscious. So healing your wounds of childhood and healing your past relationship patterns is about becoming aware of them first, which is understanding that the subconscious is housing a lot of this trauma and a lot of this chaos, which without realization, we repeat it. We repetition, repetition compulsion. It becomes compulsive because the, the programming is, is not really in our control. So we have to take control of our programming by first becoming aware, second, by healing our wounds, third, by dismantling core beliefs, uh, but before that, identifying core beliefs uh, of the programming and ultimately dismantling this negative, faulty programming and healing it and creating a healthier relationship pattern, healthier core beliefs, healthier perceptions of reality. I know this is a lot easier said than done, but I believe in strongly about the mind map therapy uh, what I offer uh, for, for patients and, and Dr. Judy Rosenberg, uh, who created this system at the Psychological Healing Center, is we want to help patients become aware of their wounding and how it affected them so they stop being attracted to narcissists and attracting people who are emotional manipulators who repeatedly violate boundaries because of the victim's unawareness, not to blame the victim, but to understand that the victim is playing a role in the abuse by not being aware and not healing their subconscious. So I hope this podcast resonated with you. Please feel free to like and share with anyone who's struggling to become aware of their wounds of childhood. Uh, Please do reach out for coaching if you want to heal from past trauma, if you want to get in touch with your subconscious to really understand why you do what you do uh, on a visceral level, and on a conscious level, so you can really make the changes that are long-lasting and healthy. Uh, I can be reached at Yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com, by phone, 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation uh, to go over if you are interested in working with me, discuss your situation, and uh, let me know if you're a good fit. I'd be happy to work with you along your healing journey. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and um, till next time, all the best.